Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. One of the biggest signs of Jesus' work in anyone's life is the necessity to put other people first, to always be looking for others' interest above your own interest, to be putting others before oneself and the kingdom of God above the pursuit of the world. But you need to surround yourself with an organization that can help you do that effectively and efficiently. Well, we partner up with Helping Hands Charitable. You can check them out online, hhcharitable.org, hhcharitable.org. These guys are sponsoring the show today, bringing us in on location to Sarasota, Florida, to interview some amazing people. And we've got a great interview for you today. But first, we'll start off with the big kahuna who's in studio with us today. Brian Green is here, and he brought along his little sidekick, Dan Baker. Dan's on the little white pony. Brian's on the big black stallion. <laughs> Brian Baker. Brian, Brian, Brian Baker. There you go. Brian, Brian Green, Dan Baker. Welcome back to I Work For Him. We are the GoFundMe of the charitable world. That's basically who we are. No, we don't unfortunately take care of dogs and 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 some other things but if you have a true financial need which is not only identifiable but also um, demonstrated uh, we're able to help you and you don't have to be destitute you don't have to you don't have to be the poorest of the poor you could be just an average Joe who just lost his job and had no savings. Right, which describes a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check out Helping Hands Charitable online, hhcharitable.org. Why don't you introduce our guest for today? Hey, super excited to have Tammy Dom with us today. I've known her and her husband, Tony, for, gosh, 10, 11 years now, and have watched them uh, volunteer at church and in ministry and all sorts of stuff, and they just have got this fireball of a company growing right now called Excellence Performance Coaching. I've attended a couple of their uh, seminars, and they are just amazing at what they're doing out there to help business owners, nonprofits, etc., excel and walk out faith in their businesses. Tammy, welcome to I Work For Him. Where did you develop a passion for this? I mean, feeding into other people, this mentoring, coaching idea. You know, it came from a business that we had before, and in order to grow leaders and make them successful, we learned that, you know, people have to get out of their own way sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. It's not skills training. It's the stuff that's going on in our head, between our ears. It's the stories that we're telling ourselves, right? It's all the fears, the phobias, the things that we're holding ourselves back, things that have happened in our past that we're carrying to us today, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all those things we have to get out of the way. So it's about it was about teaching people leadership skills and communication skills and the personal development, which we went through a tremendous amount of, in order to get all that stuff out of the way to be successful. And so in doing that, we realized how excited we were and and how gifted we were and passionate we were about making a difference in people's lives because it has such a great ripple effect, right? Because if I improve your life and the way you talk to yourself and the way you think, it imp- impacts your marriage, your family, uh, the people in your small group at church, the people you work with, and it just goes out and out and out. And every single life is ripple affecting and impacting other people. And so you really, you affect one life, but it's not one life. It's hundreds or thousands. Mm-hmm. Dan Baker, you chose Tammy Dome to be on the air today with us. I did. What was it about Tammy you want to make sure she shares right now on the air? 
Gosh, I just think um, it's so amazing to watch a woman of faith walk out her her um, position in leadership in business. We, you know, I think that um, sometimes uh, women in executive leadership are kind of unspoken heroes, right? And I love to bring awareness to the to just the amazing value that there is. But when you're walking out your faith, because you have to overcome so many challenges to get there, right? And when you can do that with strength and walk out your faith and confidence and transparency, I just think that was amazing. And when I was seeking somebody to bring to you, that's one of the things that really stood out to me is Tammy's just an exemplary example of walking out faith in, in her walk with Jesus as a leading woman. So Tammy, was it always that way? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would, that would be great. No, I, I really had to um, acknowledge the gifts that the Lord has given me and really develop them and work on that. And, you know, we, one of the things we love to teach people is to step into your greatness. You know, God created you for a purpose. He's given us all of his gifts and all of his talents. And you know what? Sometimes we're like, I was, you know, don't don't acknowledge that, you know, don't ever, you know, be proud or anything. You don't want to be boastful, but it's not really about that. It's realizing that you're a child of God and you've been blessed with certain gifts and talents and abilities, and you need to step into that and you need to own it. You need to empower other people to step into their greatness as well. You said it earlier that, you know, we we want to make sure that everybody understands that no matter what they do, their work matters to God. Absolutely. And and this is an, this is an example of how you used your coaching to really impact the kingdom. Right. So every time we have a coaching student, one of the first things that we ask them is at the end of the coaching, if we can pray together with them. And all we need is permission that first time in every coaching session, we're praying with them, right? And occasionally, on the rare occasion, we get that person that says, no, I'm really not comfortable with that. And if we can't pray with them, you know what? We can still pray for them. And we do, you know? And we had a gentleman come to us, approach us about coaching, was referred to us by somebody else. And he said, you know what? I'm an agnostic. And we said, you know what? We're, you know, very, we're Christ followers, very devout Christians and all of this. And we said, you know what, even though you're an agnostic, we can work with you, you know, and so we chose to work together. And we prayed for him, right, because he didn't want to be prayed with. And in that course of a year-long mentorship together, guess what? He became a Christ mm. follower because we lived our life. We led, lived the example. And people see that and they're like, you know what? I want what you have. I want that, that peace and that everything that Christ gives us, right? And I want that. And so he actually read a book, The Purpose Driven Life by Wick, Rick Warren, right? And he lives out in California near Saddleback Church. And he started to attend the church, accepted the Lord, was baptized, and grew his business like exponentially, like hugely, which is what he approached us about. But to me, the greater win is the fact that this man found the Lord and who Mm. knows again, ripple effect, how many Mm. lives that impacted. And during his coaching time with us, the Lord had laid on his heart to start a ministry, a a 501c3 charity. And it was about child abuse and helping prevent child abuse. And so we helped him get that started. And actually he ended up, I found out, partnering with an organization that Dan Baker has worked with in order to get that funded and launched. And now they've got this going in the inner city of California. So again, thousands of lives because of one person. We attended uh, our really big... first personal development experience and you know I'll never forget it you know we went honestly because we had a team of people with us and we were like these people are a mess they really need this and so we're going to go as leaders and support them and honestly we were the biggest messes in the room to be honest with you and I tell people it's almost like the Lord picked me up and shook me by my ankles and I looked down on the floor and I saw this big pile of garbage that just came out of me and I was like where did that come from was that inside of me oh my goodness and I said you have two choices at that point you can like shove it all back inside and pretend that that didn't happen and nobody saw it or you say you know what lord 
that doesn't need to be in there because that is keeping me from being all that you created me to be. And that's keeping me from impacting lives. So I'm going to partner with you, Lord, and I'm going to ask you to help me clean that mess up. And that really is what kind of got that whole journey started. And I love what it did for me. And I love sharing that with others. What do you see the biggest thing that they're struggling with? When you look at the average business owner or leader, there's got to be one issue that rises to the top. Like, yep, we're going to deal with that again. People challenges, right? It's people challenges. It's, it's, it's learning how to work with people, how to communicate, how to work through our differences, how to love people where they're at mm. and work through all of that. And you, I heard you talking about earlier about business owners sometimes have to make tough decisions. Yeah, sometimes and they got to hire them. Sometimes they got to fire they them. They do. And, you know, and it's, so, and it's okay. And sometimes that's actually in the best interest of everyone in the organization mm-hmm. and all of the customers or clients or whatever that are involved. So, mm-hmm. People issues. I like that. Brian Green, we don't get a chance to bring you on the air with us very often. How, when you got, just, you know, you just shared something off the air. Just share that story, what you just shared. Interesting enough, we do a lot of work out in California. And while in California with a secular philanthropic uh, foundation, uh, with our corporate assistance program, they they asked us, please, whatever you do, do not engage anyone with the body of Christ. In other words, um, please. Uh, Don't say anything about Jesus. Not a word about Jesus, period. Uh, If you do that, then we can't partner any longer and we can't make the impact. So to add to the story, I had one employee that was really upset about that, and and she said she wasn't okay with that. Um, And I explained to her, did you ever hear of underground evangelism? (laughs) I said, that's what we're involved with. It's not how we speak, it's what we do. It's how we behave, how we exemplify the body of Christ. Within three weeks to a month of doing a number of gifts, and you know, one is the Orange County Realtors Association, about 14,000 realtors in Orange County alone. My team called me. I flew up to Georgia to our main office. Uh, we sat down for our team meeting, and they started sharing emails and, and other letters and documentation of phone calls they've had with people in California that they're working with. And they said, Brian, listen, we, we understand what the rules of engagement are here when it comes to Jesus, and we haven't brought him up at all. But what do you want us to do when we get emails like this where one of the recipients of the project said, my son sent me this scripture. Can you help me pray about it? Can you explain it to me? Or would you pray with me? So before long, just by us doing what we do, people are, are coming to Christ. They, they just helping one another is, is the golden rule, right? And I love the fact that you, you did struggle because that a lot of women are out there going, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, and and they're trying to, they're just trying to do so much that's impossible to right. do. Uh, yet so there's so many phenomenal women out there. They just need to hear it's okay. It's okay. You're never going to be perfect at all that stuff. Right. You just do your very very best and figure out what your priorities are. Learn to say no. That's a big thing we struggle with often as women is saying yes to everyone. And you know what? When you say yes to everything, that means you're saying no to something else. Right, So you have to sometimes say no in order to say yes to the important things of your life, whether it's a small group or, or anything. Who feeds into you? Where do you go for mentoring? Oh, that is a great question. You know, 
I, all good coaches have to have a coach, oh, right? Dude. And so I have coaches in each area of my life. My spiritual mentor is actually my mother-in-law, believe it or not. I know you think. Why the do whole, you say that, believe I, it or not? Well, because you I know, have mother, phenomenal father mother-in-laws have for- this stigma, right? But my mother-in-law is the most <laughs> amazing woman. So my, my husband's a PK, preacher's kid, right? His dad was a pastor. So she was obviously a preacher's wife, pastor's wife, and he's passed away um, since then. But I absolutely adore my mother-in-law. We talk every single day on the phone and we share, we pray together. We share prayer requests, and she helps me keep in check. And honestly, I help keep her in check sometimes. So it's it's important to have those mentors in all areas of your life. But she's my spiritual mentor, and she's amazing. So you're saying you can? Ha- that's fantastic. I love that. Just the fact that your mother in law is your spiritual mentor. That's she's fantastic. Awesome. Yep. All right. So there's a lot of books out there on leadership. There's a lot of there's some Christian ones. There's some non Christian ones. What's the favorite book outside of the Bible? Because, right. I mean, you could just give me the Sunday school answer. You say, well, the Bible is the best book on leadership. Of course. Which it is. It is. But who's captured the, the essence of what's in the scriptures and put it into today's world? That you love the best for me, without a doubt, John Maxwell, John C. Maxwell. He has written so many leadership books: the Seventeen Indisputable Laws of Leadership, the Three Hundred Sixty Degree Leader, the Five Levels of Leadership, and on and on and on and on. I mean, he's had written millions of books, and as often as I can, kind of sit at his feet and listen to him, listen to his audio books, read his books. I do because I love it. I love his leadership Bible. So he kind of takes those leadership principles out of the scriptures, which I love as well. So he's the best. What do you think, um, you know, in these intimate conversations, what do you think employers could do to create better engagement and, and create that feeling of community instead of isolation? As you're the owner, I'm just an employee. That's a great question. I think there's so much they can do. First of all, they need to communicate, right? We don't know what's going on in the business owner's head if he doesn't communicate to his employees. And he can even mm-hmm. put it out there and, you know, and just, it's like, guys, let's, let's have a brainstorming session. How can we create better community? And you know what? They need to have an established culture. Mm-hmm. You know, if they haven't established a culture, that comes from the top down. That shouldn't be a grassroots thing. It could be, you know, if you don't have a great culture to your organization, but really as a business owner and a leader, you should create a great culture. And that could be part of that. And, you know, because we want people to buy into that and to feel loved and to know we care about them and to, mm. to feel like they're part of this and they're making a difference. It doesn't matter what your position is and it doesn't matter what your job is. You can do it as unto the Lord, right? Yeah, you can do it with excellence. You can have all those fruits of the spirits that you exude out of your life every single day and have that positive, loving impact on everybody around you. And when people see that, as we were talking about earlier, they're attracted to that and they're going to ask you about it. So it's about you can do that no matter what. But no matter where. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field, but ultimately, I work for Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power-packed content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com.